Girl, yes, we is live. We is live in Texas. Okay. Hey. Welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast, where we explore all things books, business, and bullshit. My favorite bees. I'm your host, the Fairy Coin Mother, Smith of www.sinquantacocksmith.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Season three, episode one. Um, well, damn, we are here. Um, and as you've seen from the intro, we is live in Texas. So I left you guys hanging on the season finale of season two, episode 10. And I just told you guys in the Q Money Bag started the week that we were moving. But I did not tell you guys where we were moving to. So, of course, that's because, you know... Only nobody trying to stalk me and and do just extra stuff, but we did move to Texas, and I'm super excited um, to be in my new home for the duration of the period that we are here, or until we decide to buy a home or whatever um, happens in the future. I don't know that far, but I am thankful, blessed, and grateful that we made it here safely. Um, and I'm excited to explore. We've already been, you know, trying a little, you know, different places to eat. And um, I've been, you know, trying to make friends. Um, school will be starting uh, this week that you guys hear this episode for my kids. Even though, you know, majority of the world has already started school. I wanted to make sure that they went back on their terms. Um, and that we were kind of settled in our home here and not kind of pushing them into an already hectic situation my son did choose to go back in person on his own and my daughter is opting for virtual um i know that eventually all kids will go back to school but right now this is just our situation and as parents i'm sure you have made the you know best situation um and decision for your home and your family but I'm just glad to be able to record and talk to you guys. I did so much prepping for this move. And I still forgot some shit, you know? I feel, still forgot to do some things. But I am able to record and um, just do what I need to do to make sure that season three is successful. Uh, as you have heard already, you're getting a new intro. And make sure you stay tuned to the end so you can hear the new outro I am growing, um, not only in my business, but in my life, um, in this season that I am in. I'm excited about changing and just being on another level, up-leveling what I've already done um, and compete with my old self yesterday, okay? So is that a word from somebody? I am competing with my old self yesterday. Every day is a new day for me to be a bad bitch, okay? And that is what I am going to do. I'm super excited about losing some of this quarantine weight, even though most of it probably came before quarantine. Okay, I'm probably preaching to the choir, you know? We was already saying we was going to get healthy, and then quarantine and COVID hit, and look, we now we got 10 more extra pounds on us. Um... But don't worry, we're going to get this shit together. We're going to lose some weight and then we're going to be out here naked, okay? So, I'm right there with you. We're going to be naked all next summer, 2021. <laughs> so, I am just excited to get into this episode. 
It's time for our rapid fire question of the day. Rapid fire question of the day is, have you ever moved? Now, I don't want to go down my list, but I know I've moved at least 10, 15 times. So I will go down my list because this is interesting. These are things you may not know about me. So um, I was born and raised in South Carolina, stayed there for 18 years. Um, And then I went to basic training in Columbia. I'm not going to say that's a move, but I went to Fort Jackson for basic training and I went to Fort Lee for AIT. So I had went to those two states and um, you can, well, I was already in South Carolina, but I lived in Fort Lee, uh, Virginia for about three months. And then I moved to Fort Drum, New York, which is the Watertown area. Um, I moved to uh, Odenton, Virginia and Woodbridge, Virginia. And then while I was there, I also moved to another area. What is the area called? I forgot the name of it, but I lived in Maryland and Virginia. Um, I moved to Savannah, Georgia. I moved to Fort Raleigh, Kansas. And then we moved, I moved back to Fort Lee and now we live in Texas. <laughs> so, um, I've moved quite a bit and of course it is mainly due to the military But I want to know, have you guys ever moved and like, what has that move been for like for you? I've actually liked every place that we moved to. Um, Fort Drum was a little rough, but it was still a good time being had there. Um, A lot of people would disagree, but I was young, no kids when I moved there. So I had all the fun Um, and I really enjoyed Kansas because it was just something different and I was able to experience new and different things. So I want you guys to jump on over to Instagram and chat it up with me on Saturday um, when I post the rapid fire question. And I want to hear about your move. What did you like about your move and have you ever moved? So go ahead over and answer that question. And now we're going to go ahead and get into today's main topic. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. am here with why you should start your journal business now. So, you know, I have been doing journals since 2018 and I've helped so many people start their journal business and then turn it into different things. People are selling templates. People are having their own courses, but it is just a gateway to something bigger and then just different ways that you can make more money. Um, There are people who have their journals, their coloring books or different things in Barnes and Nobles or on the shelf. And that can be you too if that is something that you aspire to do or that's on your to-do list. But today I just want to give you guys three reasons why you should start your journal business now. So I have my iPad here and I am going to go over the first three and then I'm going to go into a little bit of detail about these three things. So Why you should start your journal business now? 
One, it is a huge trend. Two, there are millions of untapped niches right now. Three, <laughs> you can make money, right? So the trend. So it's such a huge trend that our former first lady, Michelle Obama, has a becoming journal that goes with her um, her novel, right? Her biography. She wrote a beautiful biography. I love the book. I listened to it via audiobook. Um, but she also has a journal that can accompany the book. It has questions in there and spaces where you can write. So if Michelle Obama is creating a journal to go along with her book, you can do it too. I want to tell you guys that I have um, this short story, erotic short story that I wrote, and I had this bright idea to create that um, into a paperback book, but then I added journal pages at the end so that someone could either write their own erotic short story at the end or then write about their um love escapades at the end. So it was just an idea that I had and I've definitely made a few sales on it. I'm not going to say tons, but it has sold. So that's just another idea for you when it comes to, you know, taking something that you already have and creating it into a journal. So two, finding niches um, can be simple as finding things that your community needs. So I am a part of the military spouse community and um, I did the very first military spouse coloring book. I went number one. I was number one new release the day that I released it, which was amazing. And then, like I said, I am the first and I can attest to that. I'm the first person who created a military spouse coloring book. Right. So also, um, I wanted more military spouse journals in general and mine sell pretty well. But I went ahead and did some for each spouse in each branch. But it can be as easy as creating journals for left-handed people, right? So left-handed people have a hard time. So why don't you create a journal where it's easier for left-hand um, people in the community to write in journals? That's an idea. Three, you can make money daily, monthly, and forever. Residual income goes on and on and on, okay? You can leave this money for your kids. You can leave this money for an estate. Whatever you have in mind, you can consistently make money with journals for the rest of your life. And, and quite frankly, it's part-time work, in my opinion. So um, I probably made this um, as an estimate because fans be watching. Um, I probably made over $50,000 in two years um, part-time work. I have not consistently uploaded journals in over a year. Um, so, yeah, imagine, I always say imagine if I've, I've been consistently uploading, I would probably be a billionaire right now, but I have not. So $50,000 from part-time work. And remember, part-time is like one or two hours a day. And sometimes not even that. Like I said, I have not consistently uploaded journals in over a year. Like, I don't know the last time I uploaded 25 journals in a day, which I was doing when I first started. So that is just another take and idea of how much money you can make. Also, if you need help, I have a course, um, my low content, no content journal course. I've helped over 500 people with this course. I created it as I was going through it, um, as I was in the thick of it. I've also created uh, videos to show you how to bulk, bulk upload so you can upload 25 journals a day. 
Um, and if you are interested in getting my low content, no content journal course, coloring book course, any of those courses, the low content journal course is at bit.ly backslash easy money starter pack one. And you can check out all of my other courses on my gumroad.com backslash and quantum costume. So I'm super excited that um, I have this video and I can always talk about journals because it is one of my favorites and it is one of the you know top tiers of my income. But I'm super excited for you to start your journey um, in creating journals. And if you guys have any questions about journals, go ahead and leave them down in the comment section and I will get to them soon. I'm so glad uh, that I can share these things with you. And I know a lot of you guys have said that the videos have been super informational. Um, thank you. I appreciate you. I am just doing what I love to do is sharing the information that I learn as I go because being in business is hard and sometimes you can feel like you are alone, but just having someone who is very vocal on sharing their failures and their mistakes um, can save you a lot of time and money. And that's what I'm here for. So I hope you guys enjoyed this video. And until next time, I love you more than I love you love. Peace. This segment is called Q Money Bags Thought of the Week. All right, guys, it's time for the Q Money Bags the other week. I don't want to end heavy, but I do have a question for you guys. So I want to know how do you handle grief? So doing my therapy um, over the past year, this has been something that consistently come up. Um, normally because I, I've been around a lot of grief. I've experienced a lot of grief at a young age. Um, and I never, I think I never understood it. Um, I never got the support I needed. And this is not like me, uh, bashing anybody, but I just don't think I understood what grieving meant. So to me, it was, I was just numb to it. You get what I'm saying? So when you experience grief from such a young age and, you know, some of the heavy hitters in your life, like both my grandmothers passed before I was 16, one when I was in the third grade and one when I was in my um, freshman year of high school, um, still young at that time, but these were great figures in my life, um, that I love dearly and still to this day miss a lot um to the point where I've experienced grief back to back I've experienced grief to the point where my grandmother was buried and my aunt died that same day um yeah uh I've had two uncles pass within a year of each other type of grief um seeing my parents grieve uh lots of members in my family who might have lost a mother or you know, just I've seen it and it sucks. Um, but also I would I would not go along and not, you know, talk about um Chad Chadwick Bozeman who recently passed away, the tragedy of Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna. Um, also someone who I feel is more tangible, um, who I've been able to you know, buy courses from and follow maybe ever since twenty fifteen, which is um CC of the six figure chick um who's was a phenomenon in digital products um this day and age i process grief a little 
later than most people. I will grieve the death of Bishop on Greenleaf before I grieve someone I know. Um, We are invested in TV shows and sometimes we are invested in people's lives. But as far as entertainment, you know, I've been watching Greenleaf for so long. So when Bishop died, it was like, oh my gosh. Um, I probably cried when when Glenn died on The Walking Dead. Um, it's just certain things that were, you know, just hurt you a little bit more. I grieve people in books that die sometimes. Um, but when the world is feeling it right off back, I'm shocked, but I don't grieve instantly. And I thought that this was a problem, but I realized that I just have to process my feelings. Um, and a lot of people just, you know, go into their work or they, you know, write about it or um, they instantly cry and, and they, you know, go into a depression or into a dark space and they're quiet. Um, so everyone grieves different. And I had to realize what it looked like for me because I was like, oh my gosh, all these people are, are grieving online and I'm not. What is wrong with me? But to be honest, my grief shows up a week late. It shows up later and on my own terms, once I've been able to, you know, process it and every time I deal with grief there's another layer added to my life um as far as like am I secure am I leaving a legacy what do I have planned for my kids so at the same time while I'm grieving I'm motivated to make sure that things are squared away um and look into the future and those are conversations people don't want to have about life insurance and wills and um, who gets what and how can you access this? What do you know my bank account information? That's a conversation that a lot of people don't want to have, but it is definitely needed, um, especially in the black community, because I know you guys are tired of the fish fries and the GoFundMes. But what what kind of legacy are you leaving? Are you leaving debt? Are you leaving wealth? Um, so let's just think about those things but I want to know how do you guys handle grief do you overeat do you not eat do you cry it out the first couple of days do you sit with it do you write about it do you talk about it um and and let's be vulnerable and discuss um because growing up you may have not seen anyone grieve so you don't know what that looks like for you so um I remember the first, I think the first time I really saw my dad cry was recently. I don't even remember if I saw him cry at his mother's funeral because I was so distraught. So recently, well, maybe a few years ago, maybe two years, um, my cousin passed away and my, him and my dad was really like super close and I had never seen my dad break down like that and it was almost foreign to me. But also, it hit me like out of all these years, I've never really seen my father cry or seen that emotion. So I didn't know what to do but console him. So um, yeah, so it's 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 a it's a thing, and I want you guys to ask yourself that question: Has your kids ever seen you cry? Um, and do you say, "Oh, it's it's okay, I'm fine," or do you like legit have a conversation with them? I did not expect this to go this long, but. Um, yeah, so how do you handle grief? And let's talk about it over on the Instagram page, all right?
Thank you so much for listening and subscribing to the Coins and Connections podcast. Don't forget to leave a review and join the conversation over on Facebook and Instagram using the hashtag Coins and Connections. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Smith and at Coins and Connections. You can shop all merch at www.coinsandconnections.com. I love you more than I love this podcast. Peace.